Hello everyone, this is Meg Clark and you're listening to Chicks Take Charge Radio. Welcome to episode two. So yesterday in episode one, I took you through uh, the start of my fitness journey, uh, my mostly home fitness journey, uh, and left you at the point where I was literally like almost dragged back to the gym. So do you know that feeling when you walk into a room and you feel completely like a fish out of water? You know, heart's pounding, palms are sweaty. You know, it, it's like you, you, you've got to force yourself to move forward. Um, but you know you can't stay where you are because everyone's kind of looking at you. You're the new person in the room and, um, you know, you go straight to the back corner, hide anywhere where you can, you know, be, be this inconspicuous person. Well, believe it or not, that was me. Um, I walked into um, a group fitness room for the first time in probably about eight years um, and I'd never, well, I hadn't felt that uncomfortable for a very, very long time. Um, I just wanted the ground to open up and swallow me whole. You know, all I kept telling myself was, oh, what were you thinking? You exercise at home, you're not fit enough for this. And, oh, my God, my clothes look ridiculous. Everyone else looks so good, you know, and, and just on and on, all these things that I just kept um, hammering myself with. You know, I remember, just, I remember just looking down at the blue carpet and sort of scanning all the shoes, all the runners that were in there because the class was packed. It was just so many people. And, you know, I just waited. I just waited and, and you know, the instructors walked in, um, her name was Kim, and she's introduced herself and told us what the class was. Um, the program was called Body Combat, and she popped a finger on that play button, and before I knew it, the, the room was just pumping. You know, the energy almost instantly lifted. Um, you know, there was there was smiles and, and laughter and you know, people looking at each other with a, you know, happiness in their eyes. And, you know, it, was, it, it, it wasn't hard to get swept away um, in that feeling. Um, so although I, I walked in um, pounding with anxiety, um, that anxiety very quickly turned into excitement and energy. Um, and... As it went on, you know, minute after minute, you know, punching and kicking and, you know, the, the, the class was yelling out when the instructor was telling him to yell out. Um, that uncomfortable, sick feeling in the pit of my stomach slowly started to dissolve. You know, the, uh, and I became, you know, swept up, swept up in this, this wave of euphoria. I worked so hard. I was feeling so good and free, free from all that chatter that goes on in, our, in, our, in my head, in our heads, and free from everything, everything that was bothering me, everything that had 
stopped me from coming back to the gym, everything that had stopped me from, from doing all the things that I, that I used to love doing. And, you know, that voice, that voice, that never-ending voice that if we allow to take over literally stops us from doing, you know, anything new, anything um, exciting. So I found myself forgetting, forgetting all that, you know, it was, it was all about doing what the instructor was telling me to do and just managing to breathe through it. It was the most amazing feeling I'd felt in such a long time. I was hooked, hook, line and sinker. I was hooked. One class and that was it. It's all I could think about. There was one problem though. As awesome as I continued to feel after the class, endorphins pumping, felt amazing, that feeling of training and, you know, worked really hard, that little voice inside my head started to return and I started to listen to it again. I had every excuse why I couldn't go back, every excuse that was just a fluke thing that had happened. Wasn't always gonna be like that. I was literally backing myself into a corner. I was stopping myself from having that good feeling again. I was letting all those fears tell me I wasn't good enough again. No one else was doing that. It was all me. I don't know what gave me the courage to go back to that gym. But at the moment I signed up and joined a, mem- like joined a membership, I knew I had to join for a term. I knew I had to join for a certain set amount of time because if I just paid one at a time, that voice inside my head would stop me going again. So I literally joined up for 12 months on the spot I seriously just wanted to feel good. I wasn't about going there and socialising. It wasn't about making new friends. Um, It wasn't for any other reason than one reason alone, and that was to do something for me. What happened next really threw a spanner in the works. I'd become the regular back corner of the room, sneak in, sneak out, gym junkie. And after about six months, I guess I was starting to look like part of the furniture in that place. One night after class, uh, one of the instructors actually spoke to me. Oh my God, she was talking to me. I, I, you know, I, I wasn't interacting with anyone. I was, you know, get there, set myself up, literally leave as soon as it was done. I, I, I was borderlining rude because I just, I just didn't have the self-confidence. I just didn't feel like I fit in that place, even after all that time. So this instructor encouraged me at that time to start attending the classes, but to start participating in the front. Now, this chick was a brand new instructor herself and was super popular. So I had no idea why she was even bothered, to, like she, why she even bothered talking to me. 
And, you know, she was someone who was up there, not only as an instructor, but she was with all the other, like, almighty instructors up there. And she was asking me to go up there, which is great, but my comfort zone was in that back corner. My place was not at the front, it was in that back corner. Now, there was no way, no way. You know, I used to look at those people at the front and I'd secretly dream that I was one of them. I used to wish I had the confidence. I used to wish I looked like them. I used to wish and wish and wish. Got to be careful what you wish for. You know, I I used to refer, so they were the front rowers. Front rowers, they, in my head, I used to refer to them as the A-team. Everyone spoke to them. They all looked amazing. And all of us behind them basically just followed them when we got lost. So, you know, they were the front row. They were the popular group. It was like they were you know, the popular group at school. It was exactly like that. I have never been in that group. So it was, it was really odd. And it was even more odd that I was basically being invited to join the group. Oh my God. You know, I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I just stayed in, you know, in my little comfort zone where I was content in my back corner, happy, twisted up at the same time like I so wanted to be up there and oh why would she ask me and oh all this hoo-ha going on in my head anyway she luckily luckily maybe not didn't feel so much at the time luckily she was like super persistent and continued to encourage and push and nag until she finally got me that front row so here I was in the A-team people were now talking to me I stopped feeling like the weird hermit in the corner and started to come out of my shell slowly and it felt so tremendous until the next bump so at this point in my life um, things were pretty rough things were pretty tough in my personal life, um, my marriage wasn't doing great and I was really starting to struggle with being able to get to the gym, being able to um, make it a priority and the gym was my only happy place. At this time, other than being with my children, it was it was my let loose, it was my get away from all the stuff that's going on. So as my world outside the gym shifted dramatically, um, my ability to attend classes like drastically decreased. Uh, as far as my weight was going at this time, I hadn't really, I hadn't lost anything while I was attending the gym, but I hadn't gained anything either. So at least on that side of things, nothing really had changed. The struggles of trying to get to the gym were now really starting to stress me out. My relationship was all but over and I seriously did not know what I was going to do. And again, another push. That very same instructor who got me into that front row had now become a good friend. 
And she kept nagging me and nagging me to go and do my own instructor training. Now, this was like, oh, you know, it's one thing walking up to the front of the room when you're in a group fitness room, but when you turn around and you are facing everyone and you've got a microphone and you've got a no choreography, there was no chance. Like, it was absolutely not in my, anywhere near my to-do list. Like, I, there was, it was just not, you know, as much as I idolise these instructors, I idolised them because I thought they were, like, superwomen, supermen. Like, I, it was, no, it was so out of my, it was not even something I wanted to do. But again, she was extremely persistent and relentless. She was totally relentless. And in amongst the hardest days of my life, because it felt like everything around me was completely crumbling, I went and did my first instructor training. And it was in the program Body Combat. I remember thinking, this is like the easiest thing I have ever done in my life. Because at that point, Doing that was so much easier than dealing with my life. Things had just gotten so hard. I went from a weirdo um, at the back corner of the room to an instructor on the mic, instructing my own classes in just over 12 months. And every step of that journey, every change almost broke me doesn't kill you makes you stronger somehow I was now the instructor I was like those instructors when I was 15 me I didn't have that body I didn't look anything like they did how was I up there but I felt good I felt happy And the day I went from being the shadow instructor so the trainee with another instructor on the stage to the day I stood up there in front of my very own class, I realised that those classes had absolutely nothing to do with me. They had everything to do with those people in front of me. What fears were they here to escape? What hardships were they blocking out? What could I do in the next hour, they could possibly put a smile on their face, the only smile they might have the whole day. Because not so long ago, that person was me. This became my reason for being a group fitness instructor. Not only was I happier in the work than I ever imagined I could be, I still couldn't believe I was there but I could make a difference in someone's day. I could help them smile or just forget or just help them feel good or reach their goal or become something more than they were yesterday. My path over the next 13 years was amazing. I had lots and lots of challenges. Being in class was more like a life raft. I felt like I could escape. And the whole instructing thing, 
just came second nature. What wasn't great the whole time was now my fluctuating weight. There was no question whether I was training enough and there was no option to slacking off. When I was in front of the class, it was 100% whole time because, you know, we're taught, we're trained that you've got to give everything so that they give as much as they can back. It's only natural. I was a reasonable size for most of the time, you know, to start off with when, when I started instructing. But that size started to creep up. I diet heavily calorie restrict, train before and after my shifts and classes. And yep, the weight would eventually go down. I was always starving and the weight always crept back when I started eating normal again. One very strict diet that I, I chose to undertake um, was probably the last of this type of diet I ever did. Um, it was over a six-month period um, and it almost, it almost broke the camel's back. Um, so at the gym I was working, we had an annual event uh, each year and this particular year the theme was Moulin Rouge. So awesome, like an awesome theme, except us staff were the floor show. And this particular year, as well as multiple, you know, um, performances that were done as a big group, um, we did the Lady Marmalade um, performance. Now, if you've ever seen, um, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Pink, Christina Aguilera, Little Kim and Maya, I think it is. Um, it's on YouTube. Google it. Check it out. We did that. We followed most of that same choreography. One of the girls that was uh, one of the four uh, was a choreographer, so we did a lot of practice, um, which was great. The huge problem was that the other three girls that I was going to do this performance with, this Lady Marmalade performance with, were blessed with small frames, little figures. I felt like Goliath. In my eyes, I may as well have been King Kong standing next to three of those little ladies that he picks up because that's how I felt. I felt huge. And I wasn't at a really like high weight at this time, but I was big compared to these three girls. And I was going to have to dress in these yeah, awesome little numbers, but there wasn't going to be a lot covering and, you know, corsets and long boots and I was terrified. I was terrified. I didn't know what I was going to do and all I knew was that I was not going to back out of this, but I was going to kill myself to get to the point that I needed to to look the way I needed to for this part. So the results of my extreme efforts were some pretty huge weight loss. I got down into the 60s club. <laughs> I never weigh myself, but I got down to 69 kilos. And I knew I got down to that because I had to weigh myself when I went and saw the doctor because 
at this time, my hair started to break off. So massive calorie restriction, massive training load. Um, I, I was... I was eating, so I wasn't doing what I was doing um, the first crazy time I cut back on my food, but whatever I was doing this time, you know, I was 10 years older and um, my body wasn't taking it well at all. The weight was coming off. I was feeling great. I, I didn't have to worry about what I would wear. I could wear anything I wanted. If I wanted to go buy clothes, I would just go and buy clothes. If I wanted to go out, I could just wear whatever was there. I didn't have to try on 50 different outfits to try and get one that not only fit me but looked good. I mean, I've been there. I know what that feels like. So it felt great not to have to do that. But my fringe, most of my fringe snapped off. So I had these stubby little short hairs in my fringe and I could feel all over my head like little patches of broken hair so I went to the doctor they couldn't really tell me what was going on I recall her saying to me that my body um, had probably gone into shock from such heavy calorie restriction and from such a lack of fat in my diet but she really didn't know um, and at this point, I think it was the Friday or the Thursday before the Saturday and the Saturday was the, was the, um, awards night. So I only really had a couple of days left to go. As soon as that awards night was over, it probably started on the night of the awards night, I started eating again and you can guess what happened. The weight just started to come on again and I knew it would, I knew it would because if you can maintain low weight by not eating much and exercising a lot, how does your body maintain it when it starts to eat normal and you don't exercise as much? That was always what was going through my head. Um, and yet this is what we always prescribe for, for people. We always prescribe this for, for members because that was what we were told works. That's what we were told helps. So it was a lot of good that <clears throat> I'd gotten to a point where I was thin I had the dark rings were back under my eyes. I didn't look healthy in my skin. And I was hungry. It, you know, if somebody stood beside me for long enough, I could have probably eaten them. <laughs> it just wasn't good. It just didn't feel good. So on from there, I slowly my my weight didn't come up as quickly as I expected it would it took it took a few years it may have taken you know three three years to oh no within that three years I definitely started to pick up and I was uncomfortable again so within that three years I'd gone from slim and slender to I'm uncomfortable again clothes don't fit me have to buy new clothes Rah, rah, rah. And things changed for me. I then moved, I moved away from the area and um, remarried, uh, had blended family and things yet again um, changed. And the roller coaster of weight loss and weight gain, unfortunately, continued on for me until I reached a peak 
of 25 kilos overweight. And this time, I did not have the excuse of a pregnancy. I was a fitness instructor and personal trainer, and I was fat. I was stressed out and completely at my wit's end. Someone asked me a question one day, a very simple question that at the time I thought was nothing, but became the next slingshot event in my life. More about that in tomorrow's podcast. So thank you all for listening. I will fill you in on part three of my journey and how it has now shaped and formed what I'm doing today. So have yourselves a really lovely day. Stay well and remember, you are tremendous. I'll catch you later. This is Meg Clark and you're listening to Chicks Take Charge Radio.